Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Chaf Gimel in Eruvin. We will begin on Daf Chaf Bet Amud Bet from the Mishnah on the bottom of the page. This Mishnah has a machloka between Rabbi Kiba and Rabbi Huda ben Baba, and the focus of the Mishnah is the same subject of the Perek, which is Pase Biriot. And the question is, what type of hole for water are you allowed to use for the Pase Biriot? Before we discussed where you're allowed to use it, now we're discussing what kind of water source is okay. So says the Gemara, according to the first opinion, which is going to be Rabbi Akiva, Echad bor harbim ube'er harbim ube'er hayachid. You could use either a bor harbim, be'er harbim, or be'er hayachid. Now, there's two types of water holes. One is really just a storage hole. We call that a bore. It's a pit, a cistern, where you'll store water. That could be either harabim for the public people, or yachid, or private people. There's also a be'er. A be'er is an actual spring where water comes out of the ground, and that could also be yachid or rabim. So there's four different types. Bor harabim, bor hayachid, and be'er hayachid, be'er harabim. Again, four different types. So, according to the first opinion, Rabbi Akiva, whether it's bor harabim, be'er harabim, be'er hayachid, it's all okay. All three out of four are fine. Aval bor hayachid, but the one that's least good, the bor hayachid, which means... The reason why public and private might be different is because when you have a public one, so then it's likely that if the water in the item runs out, people will know about it. If it's public, people will tell each other that there's no water there and you won't end up carrying. But in private, you might carry even though there might be no water there. As well, there could the, the, a bore doesn't always have water, sometimes runs out, where a be'er usually does not dry out. Okay. So, according to Rabbi Akiva, three out of four, okay. The only problem is a bore, which is, doesn't have a spring of water, and it's yachid, so people won't know about it. So if you have a bor ayachid, then you need an actual mechitza, which is ten tvachim tall, and you cannot rely on paseh b'riot. Only the top one is okay. A be'er of a rabim is okay. But the other ones, you need to make a belt, which is ten tvachim tall. Not necessarily a mechitza. Here we say a a belt, which means could be ropes. Amar Rav Yosef, Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. Halacha kibur ben Baba, the halacha is kibur ben Baba that we can only make it for a be'er ha rabim. The Amar Rav Yosef, Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. Lo hotiru pasim yot ele be'er ma'im chayim bilvad. We only allowed it for be'er ma'im bechim bilvad. We only allow it for a a. Uh, a spring, not a not not a not a pit. Now, those two statements are made by the exact same rabbis, Rav Yosef, Rav Yehuda, and Shmuel, 
and yet they seem to be redundant. Once you say halacha is like a Yehuda ben Baba, Yehuda ben Baba already said that the halacha has to be that only the top one, a be'er harabim, is okay. So what's the point of mentioning that it has to be a be'er? Why would they say both things? And don't tell me it's two different rabbis. It's the same rabbis. Says you no, tzricha. So that was an unspoken question. What do we need both for? The question would be pshita. You just said it. Or the question would be ha'atina chad azimna. We already said this once. So the is saying, Tzricha, no, we need both. If I would have only told you that the halacha is like Rebbe Baba, Haba Amina, I would have thunk, I would thought that Rebbe Baba needs it to be public, but even if it's not a Be'er, it's okay. So what, then if, if that's what Rebbe Baba meant, if I would have thought that, then, then why would I, how would I answer the question of why would I mention Be'er Arabim? This means that Rabbi Kiva allowed three cases. He allowed the case of Be'er Arabim, Bor Arabim, and Be'er Echid. Now, when Rabbi Yudim comes to argue, we're understanding now that he's arguing on on two out of the three cases. In fact, maybe, he only the only thing he requires is that it be public. And the reason why he mentioned the word be'er was not because he requires a be'er, it's because the only case that was mentioned by Rabbi Kiva that Rabbi Huda Baba disagrees with is the case of a be'er. Because Rabbi Kiva mentioned that be'er hayachid is okay. And really, Rabbi Rabbi Baba allows two out of the four cases. He allows anything that's public. Bad or bar, it's public. And the reason why he says they only allowed for Be'er Arabim is because you said they allow Be'er Ayachid. I say no, they only allow Be'er Arabim. But it doesn't mean that he argues on the bar. Harabim, he never mentioned that. That's what we're assuming that we would have thought had we only said the halachas like Rehuda ben Baba. And if we would have said only Ber Ma'im Chaim, which means, let's say, Rabbi Yosef and Rehuda and Shmuel had only said the halachas only Ber Ma'im Chaim, Hava, I mean, I would have thought, I would have thought when we said Ber Ma'im Chaim alone, we would have thought that's only, the only condition is that it be, it be a, a spring. But had it been public or private, there's no difference. That's why we told you both. Okay. New Mishnah. This Mishnah, guys, you got to pay close attention to. There's a few different machlokets uh, going on over here. Says the Mishnah. He said also, Hagina, the garden, and a karpaf, another area that's enclosed. Which is the size of 70 amot with a bit, by 70 amot and a bit, square. Which has a tent high wall all around it. 
you can carry in it. As long as it's inhabited. And inhabited, according to this opinion, means either you have a watchman in it, or someone's living there, or it's close to a city where people use it sometimes. Otherwise, even though it's surrounded, if it's surrounded outside and it's a garden, you're not allowed to carry in it, according to Rabbi Huda ben Baba. Now, says the Gemara, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, even if the kapaf only had a hole, a cistern in it, or a cave, you could carry in it. That's enough. You don't need a person living or close to a city. It's okay if some if there's something in it. And Rabbi Akiva says, even if it doesn't have any of these things, you could carry in it as long as it's as long as it's 70 amot by in a bit, by 70 amot in a bit, and not bigger than that. Okay? So three different opinions of how inhabited it has to be. Rabbi Yehuda ben Baba, the strictest. Rabbi Yehuda, the middle. And Rabbi Kiva being the most lenient as long that even if there's nothing in it, it's okay as long as it's not too big. Now, by the way, we call that area of 70 amot we call it a bet se'ah. We mentioned that before. Now, Let's say it is wider than it, it is longer than it is wide. According to one opinion, it cannot be rectangle. It must be square. We'll see why in the Gemara. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Even if it's Double the length and the width, you could use it. He doesn't care if it seemingly doesn't care if it's not square. Amar Eli, Shamati Even if it's the size of a bet kur, it's fine. You could carry in it. I did hear from him. I also heard. Let's say you have a new, a new, not related to us, but let's say you have a case where you have a chatzer with a lot of houses. And let's say there's four houses there. And three houses gave in to the Eruv. And one house forgot to give in the Eruv. What's the halacha? So it says, They can't carry... He can't carry in and out of his house. But other people could go into, into, into the house of the guy who didn't make it a roof. So again, three guys, Reuben, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda. Uh, Levi, Shimon, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda all made the roof, gave in the bread to, 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 to the one of the houses. And Reuben forgot. So the Lacha is Reuben cannot carry in and out of his house. Because, to the Chatzar, because he didn't make a roof, but according to Rilai, Levi could carry into Ruvain's house and out. Another thing he heard, that for Marod, you could eat Akroblim. I asked all the Talmudim if anyone remembers any of these halachot, hearing them from Rabbi Eli, 
and, I'm sorry, from Rabbi Al-Azad, and none of them heard it. So he says, I believe that I heard it from him, but I couldn't find anyone who also heard it from him as well. So the Gemara starts off with an interesting question. Our Mishnah starts off with the word, V'od Amar Rabbi Huda Baba. Another statement of Yehudim and Baba. That's a funny way to start a Mishnah. The Gemara says, My Tana Diktani Ve'od. What was said before that we have to say Ve'od? If you want to say in the previous Mishnah, he said a Chumra. And here's an extra Chumra. That's what we said, Od. Oh, what do you mean? But but we have a Behuda in the previous Mishnah also, who has a Chumrah. And he said a Chumrah over here to another one, right? We didn't write Od over there. What are these Chumras? So in the last Mishnah, we had Behuda and Baba, who said it has to be a public well. He was the strict one, right? Over here also, when it comes to the Karpaf, Rabbi Huda ben Baba was the one who said that you have to have someone living in it, a watchman or something, so he was strict. So that's double strictness for Yehuda ben Baba. Now, when we refer to the double Rabbi Hudas, that was the first Mishnah. If you remember, in the first Mishnah of Oseh Pasim, he said that you, the biggest size you could do is two betza'ah. That was the strictness, because that other rabbi said as big as you, you could be much, much bigger than that. In this Andav Chavber Amur Aleph, Rabbi Yudah says that if the people are walking through, they mess up your Paseberiot. So that's also a strictness. So we want to know if we're starting this Mishnah with Ve'od, then the Mishnah and Chavber Amur Aleph, which mentioned Rabbi Yudah's strictness, should say Ve'od Amar Rabbi Yudah. So that's not the reason. So it says, Hatam, really you're right, but Hatam Avsekur Rabbanan. Hachalo Avsekur Rabbanan. Here, this Mishnah is back-to-back with the previous Chumrah of Rabbi Yudam and Baba. That's why we start with Ve'od. But the Mishnah on Dav Chavbet and the one we had on Dav Yudchet, those have another, the Chachamim, in between. And therefore, when the Chachamim are in between, we do not mention Ve'od. Ve'od. Is it true that whenever the Rabbanan are in between, we don't say Ve'od? There's a Mishnayot in Sukkah, which mentions a Chumrah of Rabbi Eliezer and followed by another Chumrah. And they have the Rabbanan in between. And it does say Ve'od of Rabbi Eliezer over there in Sukkah. Now those who know Sukkah, I know there's people out there who are experts in Sukkah, Mr. Afar. And... Uh, for you fellows, you know, that there's one opinion of Rabbi Ezzet over there which says that a person's obligated to eat 14 meals in a sukkah, two a day. That's a strictness. The Chachamim don't require that. And then we say, also, Ve'od, another strictness of Rabbi Ezzet, that, that if you miss the meal on the first night, you can make it up on Shemini Atzeret, which... The Chachamim disagree. That comes out of strictness also because you, you, you have an obligation when you missed it. So therefore, we see that over there it does not say, it does say Ve'od even though the Chachamim disagree in between. So don't tell me when there's no disagreement. When there's someone in between, you can't do it. I'll show you a Ve'od even though there's someone in between. When they 
in Sukkah, when the Chachamim are disagreeing in between, they're disagreeing about Rabbi Eliezer's opinion. And therefore, that's not called a hafsaka, in between, it's not an interruption. But over here, in our case, they're interrupting with a different idea. Which means, since we said that, like Rashi says, that we said, Lo amru they only mentioned Tusata for Gina. That's bringing up another matter, and that would be the difference. And that's why we don't say the odd over there. I'm sorry, that's why we don't say the odd over here. By the Behuda. Okay, says the Gemara. So, in other words, in between Daf Yudchet and Daf Chav Bet, the Chachamim say, uh, we only said this Bet Satayim only for Gina and Karpaf, and that was an interruption about a different subject, and that's why there's no Vaud over there. Okay. Says the Gemara. We're at the two dots over here. Even if it doesn't have one of these things, still, you're allowed to carry in it. Turn over to Avchaf Gimel Amur Bet. Rabbi Akiva, Hainu Tanakama. What's the difference between Rabbi Akiva over here, who's allowing up to two bits, even though no one's in it, and the Tanakama in the previous Mishnah? In the previous Mishnah, Rabbi Udas. The Tanakama, who was arguing on Rabbi Yehuda, said, "Amrlo and they told him they don't. We don't do en uh, ma'arvim. Let me just read the actual text. Here it is. Okay. Rabbi Yehuda omed ad betza time. Rabbi Yehuda said up to two betza." They only said a betza time for gina and karpaf. So you see that a betza time is good for gina and karpaf, even though it's too sad. That sounds like the exact same thing as the Akiva over here who said betza time for gina and karpaf with nobody living in it. He didn't mention anyone living in it over there. So says the Gemara. Ikibinayu, no. Tarakama and Rabbi Akiva are not the same thing. The difference between them is davar mu'at, a small amount, which means, according to the Chachamim, it has to be exactly two betzah. It could be up to two betzah, which is, two betzah is 5,000 amot square. Okay, 50 by 50 exactly. But according to the Bikiva, has to be 70 amot and a little bit, which is a drop less than 5,000 amot. Okay. How much is it? It's two-thirds of an amah difference. Okay. How do we know? There's a little bit more than shivim amah v'shirayim, according to the Bikiva. The rabbis didn't mention the shiur, the kama, but how much is it? Shiur is the time kechatzer mishkan. It's got to be the size of chatzer mishkan. Minahani mili. Where do we see this from the Torah? How big the karpaf could be? Now, of course, the karpaf is a law from the rabbanan, 
but we want to know where's the asmachta from the Torah. Sometimes we often we make the laws of the Rabbanan connected to a law in the Torah. And that's called an asmachta. So this question, Minahani Mili, was a rhetorical question. You only ask this question when you know there's an answer. Uh, if there was, we know asmachta would not be a problem. Amar Bihuda, the Amar, Kra, the Pasuk says, it says that the length of the chatzer is 100 amma, and the rochav and the width is 50 by 50. Now that's a very funny thing, because the length can't be 50 by 50, because it's 50 by 100, not 50 by 50. The length is 100, and the width should be 50. What's 50 by 50? Amra Torah, so Torah is saying, tul chamishim v'sabev chamishim. Take your 50 amot and surround it by the 50. Now, what that means, what Rashi is going to explain is that we take the 50, the extra 50 by 50, we cut it into strips of 10 by 50, five of them. Four of them we put all around, which makes our square now 70 by 70, because you have two added two tens on each side, 70 by 70. Okay? And the last uh, strip, that uses four out of our five strips of 10 by 50. And the last one we slice into five parts. Four of them we put in the corners. And the last one we split into a long strip that goes all around the whole thing, which makes the whole thing 70 amot and four tibachim. They leave a little bit off because it's too little, and that's how they end up with. And that is exactly... 5,000 square amot, and that's the hint to the idea of 5,000 square amot of Farakarpath from the Torah. Now, of course, when the Pasuk says 50 by 50, it can't be referring to this because it's Din Dirabanan. So, what was it really referring to? Says the Gemara, Pashta Dikra What's the simple Pshara Pasuk? Amar Abaye, Hamed Mishkan al Swat Hamishim. The point of the Torah when it says Chamishim B'Chamishim is to tell you that of the whole Chatzer, which is 100 by 50, where should you put the Mishkan? Right at the 50-yard line. In order, it starts there and it goes towards the back. In order that there will be 50 Amor in front of the, of the Mishkan and to the sides there'll be 20 amot each way. 19 plus the walls. If you look at the art school picture, it's, it says that there's 19, but it's not including the walls, which is an extra amah. comes out to be 20 each way. Says the Gemara. says, if it was more longer than it was wide by an amah, you can't carry it. Is that true? It says only if it was double. If the length was double the width, it's a, you can't carry. But it sounds like if it's off by, if it's more than double by one arma, that's when you can't carry. But it sounds like if it's up to double, it's okay. Our mission should be changed. And it should read if it's more one amma more than double. Iyachi, I know Rabbi Yosi. 
That's Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi also said it could be double. The difference between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Eliezer is in a double square of the Rabbanan, which means Rabbi Yossi says that you're supposed to make a square, even though it's okay to have it up to double the a rectangle of almost double. According to Rabbi Eliezer, it's the same thing. Rabbi Eliezer, when Rabbi Eliezer says, if it's okay, he's saying it's totally fine. And he's not even recommending a square one. Now, how do we see this? Because in Rabbi Yossi, he said, Afilu, even if it's bigger than that, which sounds like yeah, even if it's bigger, it's okay, but otherwise it would be better if it was square. I like the Mishkan. Okay, we're up to the words of Yossi Omer. Itmar, Amr Yosef, Amr Yehuda Mashmul. Halakha Kerb Yossi. Yeah, even if it's not square, it's okay. As long as it's not more than double. Habibi, Amr Yehuda, Amr Shmuel, Halakha Kerb Yekiva. Which means that you could use nobody living in it, and it's fine. V'chavayu lekula. Both of them are mentioned as kulot. Meaning, he's willing to go against each other. He's not going with Rabbi Kiva all the way. He's not going with Rabbi Uda all the way. Sorry, he's not going with Yossi all the way. He's taking the coolers of both and being makel on both of them. V'tzricha, you need both of them. If he would have told us, Halachaz HaKabiyosi, Havamina, I would have thunk, Adekeshimira, Obetira, he has someone has to live there. Because Rabiyosi didn't say that someone has to live there or not. That's what we learn like Rabiyosi, that no one has to live there. If he would just told Halachaz I would say Rabiyosi is fine, that no one has to live there, but it has to be Square, not long and narrow. Kamashman Hakalakarbiosi, they could be long and narrow also. So just because you saw that he was maker by one, you wouldn't know necessarily that he was by the other ones. Ask the Gemara, Karpaf, Shu Yoter, Mibetsa Taim, Shu Kafladira, Nizarubo, Hareo Kigina Vasur. If you have a Karpaf, which is bigger than two Sa'a, and you surrounded it for a Dira, So what you did was, you normally are not allowed to carry in an area bigger, bigger than Betzah time, but since you plan to live in it, so therefore, since it's surrounded and you're living in it, it's okay. Now, once you once you planted most of it, you already made it into a garden. A garden is not a, a living area. And now you made the whole thing Asur, because it's Rov Nizra. Now, Tarubo, but if you just planted trees... Trees don't stop you from living. It's, you're able to walk around with trees there. It's nice. It's shady. It's not like a tomato on the floor you can't step on. And therefore, so far, so good. That's a statement of the Gemara. The Gemara is explaining now. This that we said, if it's mostly planted with vegetables, the problem that's only when the area of the vegetables 
is bigger than two betza. Why? Because if the if it's the area of the vetsa is bigger than two betza, so now that it's bigger than two betza, it on its own is an asur area, and that's why it takes over. But if it was exactly two, let's say the area of the vegetables is exactly two, and the other area, let's say, is one, okay? Then, since you're allowed to carry carry in the betza'ah alone, you'd be allowed to carry, I mean, in betza'ah alone, you'd be allowed to carry in the two planted areas, because you're allowed to carry in a planted area that's less than two betza'ah, only if it's bigger than two betza'ah, it's a problem. Therefore, the whole thing is allowed. Is allowed. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. The Gemara asks, who is he going like? He must be going like the opinion of Rabbi Shimon in a, in a different Mishnah. Before we explain what Rabbi Shimon is saying, let's understand that Rabbi Huna is saying that you don't combine the whole area. In theory, you could say that even if the area of the garden was, let's say, only two, and you could carry in it alone, but the fact that it's connected with another area, let's say one, makes it three. And since the whole thing is a garden, it should be Asur. Rehuna Rehuna is saying, no, look at them as two separate things. One's a garden of two, or oh, a garden of two is okay. And one's an area that's not a garden, which is less than two. And that's also okay. And you're able to look at two different things. Who says that? That's Rabbi Shimon. Because Rabbi Shimon says, Echad ginot v'echad chasun v'echad kapriot. They're all one. The shoot for any keli that's in it. You're allowed to carry from one to the other. But if they weren't in there, they were in the house, then, then you can't carry it out. So only according to Rabbi Shimon, you're allowed to carry from one type to the other. The area that's planted is really a gina. The other area is like a chatzer. So now, why are you allowed to carry from a chatzer to a karpaf? Because that's only Bishimon who lets carry from a chatzer to karpaf. The chachami would not let you carry. It must be that so it could be Shimon. So if so, Kevin, the Bishimon Nami, Kevin, the Nizra Rubo, since most of it is planted, we should look at the non-planted area, Batile, the Gabi Ruba, as if it's Batel to the other part. The Gemara is going to have to redo it. It says the Gemara, This is what Ravuna must have said. If it's part, if you only planted part of it, so then it's okay. I mean, only if you planted a mute of it, it would be fine. If you planted a mute, it's only okay to carry in the smaller amount if it's not bigger than two, two betza. Because, because less than two betza time is not a chashuv area. We don't, therefore, it's not important enough to make it asur. Ava betza time, but if it's two betza time, then it's asur. Kiman, and who are we going like to say this, that one would make it asur if it's big enough to be a problem? That would be kirabanan who don't allow carrying from a karpav to a chatzer. Because since it's a significant area, it'll make it asur according to the banan. That's one way to understand. Rebbe learns it the other way. He says, It sounds like if you plant it on less than the majority, it's okay. 
That's only if it's betzatayim. Then it's okay. But if it's bigger than betzatayim, then it's asur. Tomorrow we'll start from these words. Amen.